Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Inside MTV's Siesta Key. I'm Brian Reese, and we're back. Woo! Woo! And that's, you heard, of course... Uh, I'm Elizabeth. It's me. I'm back. <laughs> yep. And then, of course, Wade. No, Wade. Wade's not here. <laughs> We've joke. replaced uh, old man Wade, Aww. who's actually younger than I am, I think, uh, with somebody new. Why don't you introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Laura Finaldi. I joined the Herald Tribune last June. I cover retail and tourism for the paper, and I'm taking Wade's spot on the podcast. And just like a lot of the uh, cast members of the show, Laura has not been in Sarasota until the past year or so. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Ooh, it felt like a burn to the other it cast members. It was a burn. <laughs> yeah. I mean, sure, before. they grew up in Sarasota. So, you know, Laura did not, though. Laura, tell us where you've been, where you're from. <laughs> yeah, so I grew up in Connecticut. I was there till I was 18, and then I went to Boston for eight years. So, you know, New England person. And yeah, I came here, like I said, over last summer. And yeah, I mean, like, it's different. It's much warmer here and it's much more colorful here. Mm. Um, yeah. So it's been good so far. So I was going to say, Lauren knows what it's like to be in a town with actual young people. So she yeah. can really compare that to, uh, you know, compare Boston to Siesta Key. So I'm sure they, they compare favorably. Right. That's true. Because like a lot of the way the way it's portrayed kind of makes it look like this like crazy party town where there's just like a bunch of young people having a good time but like there's just there's a lot of old people in this town too so it's interesting well you know the trick is is that you having moved to town and experiencing the siesta key lifestyle here in sarasota <laughs> you i assume you hang out in your bikini and dyed your hair blonde <laughs> and uh blonde. you basically yep. go out to various restaurants and bars to talk to your friends all the time yeah pretty much yeah i really need to get on the blonde thing i haven't really started that yet it could be a long process for me but none of us are blonde it's <laughs> i'm not sure we're any of us are qualified to do this podcast actually <laughs> i'm actually dyeing my hair for the premiere next oh, week great. so yeah it's gonna be a big day for me you got a lot of work to do <laughs> yeah it's gonna be great thanks guys because it depends on what shade of blonde you want to go to obviously yeah i'm gonna consult laura before i yeah. make any more decisions <laughs> definitely yeah. always smart to do <laughs> And then you can blend right in because it's back. It's coming back. We knew we knew it was coming back because we've actually seen them filming uh, over the past mm. almost year. Really, I mean, they've been filming. They were filming for a while. Yeah, I would say it was touch and go, though. I think for a long time. So the last time the show was on was was last year. I mean, it was last January, right? So mm-hmm. I mean, it's been a full year since we've seen this show. I think that for a lot of people, they were really wondering, is this going to come back? Yeah. I guess Brian had inside information or just a lot of faith. But No, I mean, I, I saw them filming. So yeah. the fact that they're filming doesn't necessarily mean it was coming back to MTV. Sure. It could have been that uh, Alex's dad, uh, Gary Kampothacross, could have you know funded it and put it on another network or somebody else could have come in and snatched it up. Uh, but the fact that they were filming kind of assumed that it was going to come back. What's interesting is that something like Florabama Shore, which came on after uh, MTV Siesta Key, uh, that's already got a second season. It had one well before mm-hmm. this came back. So 
I don't know what they were concerned about or what they were doing, but uh, we're glad it's back. Yeah. Yeah. And especially after like the VMAs came and went, like that's usually when MTN, I think they announced a lot of either like renewals or new shows like around that time. So it was surprising that they didn't announce this one too until when was it November or December when we found out there was going to be a second season? Oh, it wasn't yeah. even that. It was, it was January, right? I can't oh, I It was, remember. well, I don't know. It was a few weeks ago. Yeah. I think it was we December. We had done our research. December, yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. Mm-hmm. we knew it was back. It was it was December because you wanted to record a podcast before the holiday break, and uh, I said oh, yeah. no. Yes, I'm a real taskmaster, just so everybody knows. <laughs> sure. And well, also, like, I'm pretty sure Jimmy Gertz, our entertainment reporter, was like on vacation when the news broke too. That's so that's true. why I remember because it was like the holidays. Memorable. Entirely yeah. true. So, what do we have to look forward to, Elizabeth? Thank you so much for asking me, Brian. No, you know, I wanted to start off by saying I, I did do some Insta stalking today because I know you, ex- everyone expects me to be the social media maven. Now that we have another, you know, millennial on the podcast, Laura might beat me for. I'm close, doing but I'll never be as good as you are at that stuff. Oh my, oh my God. Thank you so much. Yeah. See, she's admitting I'm a stalker. <laughs> I'm, ar- I'm already first. missing Wade, the sort of love fest that's going on here. Uh, I'm, missing the, I'm missing the snarky comments. She's I think much, I'm going to be outnumbered. much better at uh, social media than I am, but. <laughs> <laughs> I th- well, thank you. That's, I don't think that's true, but I appreciate it. Um, anyway, so what was interesting to me is that I was looking at some of the people's social media and Juliet, as you guys will remember, was is really the big, probably I would say the top female in the cast besides Madison, who, as we all know, is is a personal favorite on this podcast. Mm, you interviewed number her, one didn't with you? a bullet. Yeah. yeah, you did. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Brian. So Juliet has been posting or had been posting a lot of pictures of her and Alex, who they're like the main on again, off again couple on the show. But then in September she posted a picture of him and her and another girl, and all these people were commenting and saying you haven't posted anything with Alex in a few months. Have you guys broken up? Are you together? Anyway, it seems like they're still together because she posted one more recently. But what that showed to me is that there's a lot of fan interest in the show. I mean, like I said, it's been a year since the show's been on, but people are following Julia on social media and they're noticing, oh, this you know couple that we really loved on screen, they're not together, at least through social media. So that was really eye-opening to me. Yeah, I saw like she, I don't know when he was in Aspen, he was like in Colorado recently, Alex was, and he, like, he was on vacation and she commented like a couple like emojis like kissy faces and stuff like that so i thought maybe that could mean something but you never know talking. what that means well it didn't seem it didn't bode well that final episode yes single and ready to mingle you know <laughs> driving up to tampa to tell him to take off that sweater and then having a big blowout fight it just didn't seem to be great yes but MTV is totally billing it as if they're together and as if some of these new people might have something to say about that. And let's Mm -hmm. talk about those new people. Oh, yeah. Brian's going to introduce them for us. I will. I'll do it. (laughs) It's Jared. Now, let me give you the stats on Jared. Jared grew up here in Sarasota. He graduated in 2011 from Sarasota Military Academy. Good for Jared. Yep. And then went into the Navy. And he was in the Navy for a little bit over seven years. And in one teaser video, he talked about how he got into an accident, hurt his back really bad. Mm. Otherwise, he might have stayed in the Navy. And uh, he also talked a few about some PTSD moments in his service in the, in the Navy and some insomnia and some stuff that he's dealing with with that. So we have that to look forward to. Mm. And also, I did some background work. Oh, here we him. go. Yeah. On he, uh, both he and Kara, the other new cast member, um, 
Right now, Jared seems clean and clear. He works uh, as an accountant at an air conditioning company locally. Good for him. Wow. I know. Jared okay. is gainfully employed. That's more than I can say for most of the people That's on the right. show. He has a nine-to-five job. Yes. Right. We love Jared. Yeah. I don't care what he does. Uh, this is him. the guy from the one that's like Alex's arch enemy. Is that right. that guy? Yes. Yeah, it's okay. that guy. Uh, one other thing is, is when I was seeing some of the video, he's got this big tattoo on his left arm, and it looks like a woman's face, and... I dredged up a, an article. Oh boy. No, no, I dredged up an article. It's not I'm, bad. No, I'm happy for uh, you. From the Herald Tribune saying uh, that quoted him when some kids died in a car accident in 2011 and two of the girls who died were he was really close friends with. Oh, wow. Which wow. is terribly sad. And I'm wondering if that tattoo on his arm is maybe one of those girls. Maybe he's got another one of the other one. I don't know. Yeah. That's really good detective that's crazy. work that I would not have found on Instagram. So he was from, so he was coming to town. That's what the teaser said. Mm-hmm. Is, is, he, is he from California as well? I don't remember what. The yeah, he was said. in California. That's where, I mean, I think he was stationed in San Diego. Uh, and then when he got out, I guess he's coming back. We'll find out more. But. And what's the, do you know anything about his, him and Alex, their relationship? Well, they hate each other, according mm-hmm. to the trailer. And he also maybe had a relationship with Madison at some point. That's an implication. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And they were there's a little teaser scene where they're on the beach and he's explaining why he's back or what happened and you know he gets a little teary eyed from his his remembering some of the bad parts of his service in the navy and you know she comforts him because Madison's awesome. I was just gonna say Madison seems like she's like the archetypal. I'm not sure I said that right, but I tried. Uh, you know, like perfect girlfriend in the sense that she's like so she's not even a girlfriend to this guy as far as I know, but she's very supportive and kind. So I, I respect that about her. Uh, but what I wanted to say about relationships is that I think what's interesting is this the finale from last season really left us kind of with the three central relationships in the lurch. So we have Alex and Juliet get back together, we think, uh, but then they fight. Madison and Brandon are basically kaput, I would say. Right, Brian? I mean, they, yeah, let's let's just re- I want to recap that yeah. scene because <clears throat> that is one of my lot. favorite scenes because she agrees to meet Brandon after going to see his concert and blah, blah, blah. And he sang that song about them getting a couple's massage in oh, the wow. islands. It was a classic. Yeah. We all love that brilliant. song. Brilliant. Yes. Yeah, so they, she meets him out on the pier and he's like, I want to get back together, please. Everything's going to be fine. I'm bad, whatever. And she says, no, sorry, it's not going to happen because she's a reasonable person. The one reasonable person, theoretically, on the show, or at least among the, the female members. I would say well, yes. Well, Chloe too, but. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. So that, I mean, I don't even know if that, that's not a relationship that we have any questions about. I don't think they're done. Yes, you're right. But the way Siesta Key is, I feel like they always dredge up to use your word old, you know, flames. So yes, they are done. I would say now the question is going to be, they're pitting Madison and Alex with each other, I guess, again, because if this guy, Jared is Alex's arch enemy and they're posing him as some sort of foil, I feel like they're going to say Alex likes Madison again. No, I don't know, because she's dating Ben. 
That's we where the drama love is. Ben. <laughs> yes. I am a big Ben stan, and I'm going to use Stan this season, and I just need everybody to support it. Yeah, I like, All right. I like sure. Stan. Thank you That's so good. much. So Ben is back in town after uh, his... You know, just a little vacation in the Greek islands uh, for Yacht Week or whatever yeah. the heck it was we, that he was love, going to. We love Ben. He I wears mean, he's brilliant. Yeah. He has beautiful eyes. I, he, I does, mean, he does have beautiful eyes, and he looks more normal than most of the other people in the show. But he's far. also not listed as a cast member, so mm. probably mm. not going to be good for him long run. Well, so. let's just stay optimistic. We haven't seen the first episode yet. so Okay, so let's talk about Kara. The right. other person, I dragged, I dragged up some stuff about her too. So, um, she is friends with Chloe, and she is theoretically a former girlfriend with Alex. How many people did he date? I mean, he had that long term relationship with Madison, but I know there's not yeah. enough time in the day. I don't know. It's pretty crazy how they just introduce another one of his ex girlfriends to yeah. begin this season. They, yeah. they, I don't know that they can have more uh, seasons. If, they're, if, right, well, if the requirement is that they introduce more ex-girlfriends. Maybe he has other ex-girlfriends that we <laughs> yeah. don't know about, and he's just going to keep pulling them out. Can I just really fast, this is something I've been wondering for the show. Can you guys imagine, maybe this is too personal, if someone just said to you, like, hey, we're going to do a reality show. Like, can we just contact one of your exes and just say, <sighs> hey, like, come back for a little bit. It is like The Bachelor in the sense of, don't they do those, like, bring the ex back? Not that would make me wildly uncomfortable. But with Alex, he is kind of like the center of the show in a way, mm-hmm. right? So they want to bring back his ex-girlfriends and kind of create this narrative where Alex is like this, you know, unattainable figure, right? I mean, they started off that way with like Madison and Juliet and now sure. they bring his other ex-girlfriend in, you know, it's just, they want to put him in the middle of a love triangle if they can. Although clearly Alex is attainable by pretty much anyone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna, not, he's single and sort he of, ready to mingle. Sort of, in yeah, a way. Yeah. yeah, maybe not a relationship, but. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Kara. Uh, she ex-girlfriend, friends with Chloe. Well, I drug up one thing that, you know, is not that important, but she was arrested once. Her right. mugshot's all over the internet, so <laughs> I don't feel bad. What was she arrested for? It was larceny and trespass. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so whatever. But here's the weird thing. So they've got money. Unlike Jared, who's a working man, was in the Navy, Kara, her family's got some money. And her aunt married... Now, most people out there might not recognize the name, but her aunt married Sumner Redstone, who was the former head of CBS and Viacom, Viacom, which I think still owns MTV, which is interesting. And uh, they got married after Sumner Redstone divorced his previous wife. Mm. And uh, her aunt was, I don't know, 40 or 50 years younger than he is because he's I think he's in his 90s now at this point. So that's interesting. But she's clearly got some money. She's got cash. Mm -hmm. You look through her Instagram, and it's like Indonesia, something that looks wow. like the Amalfi Coast. I mean, it's she's 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 around. That's cool. She may have been doing humanitarian work. I don't want to make assumptions. Uh, no. It's true. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, if you can travel a lot of places, then imagine all the good you can do. There's a lot of people on the Amalfi Coast that probably need help. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so, yeah. With their condos. <laughs> yes, exactly. Entirely true. So I guess the trick is, is what do we, what do we want to see? What do we expect here? I'll be honest. Here's yes. what I'm looking for, because I, I feel like they're going to push this, but this is the big question we asked throughout both of the half seasons. Are they going to redeem Alex or not? Ha- I mean, A, have they redeemed Alex, and I'm just somehow on this boat by myself? Nope. Not liking you're not by yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. Because you're in it, Everyone's too. on your anti-Alex boat. <laughs> Thank you. I feel so validated just now. 
but then also just, you know. We, we took that boat to Yacht Week in the Greek <laughs> Greek. That's, I feel like my invitation got lost in the mail. I feel like I wasn't there. That's so weird. Uh, but I think Alex is, you know, I mean, he's been, the, like you said, he's been, the, like Laura said, he's been the center uh, of a lot of the show, him and Madison and Juliet. And, and yet we don't really, I don't know how someone could relate to Alex on any level. I mean, he's not really been a sympathetic character. And you're right, in the season finale, he wasn't sympathetic. I mean, he gets there and he's kind of callous to his girlfriend who he theoretically loves. Um, but then I, I re- watched something recently where Madison was saying, you know, Alex has really changed. I'm excited to see how he mm-hmm. continues to change. And she said something similar to us when we interviewed her um, last season in the podcast that she felt like he'd really grown. So I'm just curious to see if that's something that is going to come off on screen this season or not. I mean, he's in law school now. True. So I maybe that is helping him out. When did he start law school? It says that on his Instagram that he's at 2L. So he's in his second year of law school? Second year now. Yeah, I think that he started last year. So he's okay. halfway through his second year, I'm guessing. Just go to McDenton's and you'll find him, right? Yep. Was that where he got in the fight? That's where he got... Well, I don't know that you can call it a fight when you get punched. Or <laughs> that's where he got punched in the face or yeah. wherever. I was being really kind. So. <laughs> right. Alex is... An unlikable person who I feel has gotten slightly better, but that last episode still painted him in a very bad light. Right. Mm -hmm. And yet again, we have to bring up the fact that his dad kind of kicked off this whole show and funded it a bit. I don't know how involved he is. He's an executive producer on it. But, I mean, it's so funny that for a whole season, your kid just looks like a dirtbag. Yeah, but maybe he just, maybe it's not really about looking like anything. It's just about getting people to look click on your instagram and pay attention to what you're doing i don't know he's a controversial character character on the show because you know i mean it's reality tv it's technically their lives but a lot of it's editing too oh, so we totally. don't really know exactly what happened and some of it's like oh let's can you guys do that conversation again or can we put these two people together so we can hear you talk about this or whatever so we don't really know but at the same time I don't know. He's kind of hard to sympathize with. So we'll see how it goes, I guess. And the, you know, that first ep- uh, the, the trailer showed a fight that seemed to be involve Alex at his birthday party, which was a great, a great episode last year, too. But uh, yes, that wasn't when he had his jaw wire shot, was it? No, 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 no. That was later from the from the McDittons fight. I put That's in air quotes. Well, I want to bring up this is not really a plot topic, but I do think it's interesting when this show first started which i guess was like a year and a half ago now over the summer i think one of the biggest concerns people had is that this was going to affect the way sarasota was portrayed or viewed in the national context yeah and you know that's something we've talked a lot about in this podcast because i think two out of three of us were from sarasota uh when when it was weighed but um Mm -hmm. but brian it's still true two out of three of us are from sarasota brian and i and i think that you know I would say a year and a half later, I'm not sure. I think it's largely unchanged is what I would say is that I think that the fears people had about uh, Sarasota being like viewed as this like party paradise and that kind of increasing as far as I can tell hasn't at all. I don't know if that's something that you thought about when you moved here because the show would have been. Already. I mean, you moved here because of the show. right? Oh, of course. 100 <laughs> percent. I was like, I need to be in this destination that's close to, you know, this TV show. Yeah. But I haven't I hadn't heard about the show at all. Apparently. You know, based on some of the reports that I've read from our paper, it has a national following. I had no idea. And I actually, I cover tourism for the paper, too, and I've never heard of it mentioned in anything related to how people perceive Sarasota. There's other things that, you know, influence how people perceive Sarasota, but, like, Sarasota Key is not one of them. 
I think the way that it's shot, like the the visual of the filming, it makes Sarasota look beautiful. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it actually looks like if as if it was shot through like an Instagram filter, the one that kind mm-hmm. of enhances the colors more. So I don't know, but I don't think it really has had an impact on how people perceive. Well, I think Sarasota. people expected when it was first announced that it was going to be another Jersey Shore type of situation. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. but it's nothing it's, like No, Jersey it's Shore. more like the Hills. I mean, it, these are right. these are generally wealthy people who have some problems and have their relationship issues and all that, Right. but they're having all of these problems and drama and relationship issues in an incredibly beautiful place. Yes. Yeah, I mean, they feel, and they like you said, they film in really nice places and it always looks pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. That said, this season... I'll be really interested to find out how much they deal with red tide. Yeah, that's, that's what I was going to say. Like that is like the number one thing that probably influences what people think about Sarasota when it, you know, right now with everything we've been going through with red tide, that's the thing that like people are most concerned about, you know, they aren't concerned about a reality TV show, No, but that will be interesting because I don't know when you guys saw them filming. I don't think I saw them filming, but I remember hearing about it, but are they going to cut it out? Are they going to pretend like it's not there? Are they still going to go to the beach? Are they going to be hanging out in, at the house in the pool all the time? Mm-hmm. It's going to be interesting. Well, and Alex lives right on Siesta. I mean, not Siesta Key, on Siesta Beach. I mean, right there. So that's, uh, I mean, that's kind of right in the pit of the incident, if you will, with Red Tide. So the, yeah, I, I totally agree with you. It was unavoidable. Yeah, no, there's no way they could avoid it because they would just, I mean, I can't conceive of a Siesta Key season where they don't go to the beach at least once an episode. Right. But, I mean, just for everyone out there who doesn't know what Red Tide is, Red Tide is this, it's an algae, algal bloom that essentially can turn the water a kind of muddy, reddy brown. It smells bad. If you have asthma, it irritates your nose and makes breathing harder. And it kills fish, a lot even more than fish, like loggerhead sea turtles and dolphins and manatees. Yeah, all sorts of stuff. And we have had it really bad here in Florida over the past year or so. It's gotten a lot better now, just in time for the premiere. Mm -hmm. But uh, they definitely were filming during the time that Red Tide was a big problem here in the area. Yeah, no matter which beach they went to in this area, there was Red Tide. So, I mean, maybe they traveled out of Sarasota to film because they've done that in the past. So, mm-hmm. you know, but mm-hmm. it'll be interesting. Well, the other thing I think that was interesting in the hiatus, if you will, from the show was that, you know, we got to see really like what the real cast members lives were like on social media. And a lot of things were revealed that I think were different. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Then maybe you imagined. I know, for example, Chloe has gotten a lot of flack off the show because she's never had really a love interest. I think they started off... Season one, she was interested in Brandon, but that never went anywhere. But she's always kind of been this instigator, an initiator of drama, but she's never had a boyfriend or anything on the show. Anyway, it turns out, and I'm, I'm saying what she's already said multiple times on social media, she has a long-term boyfriend in Denver. And I think Brian and I were talking about this, that she now lives there, but I guess comes back to film the show. At the same time, it was announced that Kelsey has a boyfriend who is somewhere, I think mm-hmm. she's from St. Louis, and I think her boyfriend's from St. Louis, too. Oh, wow. 
and I think he's a hockey player, I want to say. Wow. Probably someone who would be famous to someone who knew about sports, but it's oh, me. I didn't know he was so, a hockey player. Yeah, I'll have to look him up. I'll be embarrassed if I'm really wrong. <laughs> but either way, you know, these two relationships were totally different than what was shown on the show. So I think it'll be interesting to see for people who are real fans, not just of the show, but of the characters, if that kind of, if that's more obvious how these things aren't totally real, like Laura was saying, that some things are manufactured. And we didn't get to you talking about Garrett and uh, Kelsey. Kelsey, you're but right. That's, I mean, it seemed like that relationship had been slightly rekindled, but she was going to move off to Los Angeles for modeling. Right. And it seems clear now that they are not together. Right. And I think she hasn't moved to L.A. for modeling either, as yeah. far as I can tell. And Madison was really working on her modeling career, too, at least when you look at her Instagram and her social media and stuff. So I don't know where that has taken off to. She's a high key influencer now, I would yeah. say. Is she, is she like signed with an agency or is she doing Instagram mostly? I don't know. Yeah, I haven't really. I mean, there's definitely a lot of modeling esque photos on Instagram. I didn't see anything that says like model with That's this lucrative, agency, though. But, yeah. You can get a lot of money doing that. And she had mentioned when she talked to us that she wanted to act, basically. I think mm-hmm. that was one of the things she said. She loved being in front of the camera. Mm-hmm. But she didn't she necessarily want to act in in non inscripted stuff right she liked being a reality person a reality actress so <laughs> that's honestly bold she's like i just want a camera to follow me around for the next 40 years if i mean that would be fun i'd watch you know? it yeah yeah madison not we to sound creepy back. or anything but she's my favorite person on the show yeah and she, it, i don't know she seems like a really nice person do you guys think that she's like you know that that this group is really interesting to watch do you think that they're like big personalities charismatic because like watching it i kind of am like they seem like ni- some of them seem like nice people and like i'm sure they have fun and they have fun lives but like are they're not like you know it's like you said they're it's not like jersey shore they're not like these big characters mm-hmm. that you sometimes get on reality tv so i don't know what do you guys think about that well, I think, I mean, you mentioned the Instagram filter. I think that part of the appeal of the show is it is kind of almost like looking at an Instagram feed. I mean, it's an idealized version of real life. And I think that, but at the same time, we've talked about this in the podcast. Yeah, it's not always that interesting. I mean, <laughs> we watch it partially because we have to. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, I think that that is one of the issues with the show. And I don't know if it's, I mean, you could argue it's because it's not Jersey Shore. It's not trying to kind of bring up all this uh, drama, but I mean the hills, the, the hills and um, Laguna Beach were just like that, and those shows were, I would say, fascinating to a lot of people. So it's hard to say. Well, I, there's a couple things. One, we might not feel it as much as other people because we live here. So a lot of the setting, which is fascinating to some people, is not really that fascinating to us because you know we live this life. We live the siesta key lifestyle. Oh yeah. All your, where summer is all year round. <laughs> Beach club. I go every single night. Laura knows. She's oh, there with every me. freaking night. Every night. Yeah. Ladies night. I think it's Thursdays. Yeah. Yeah. Es- especially when I'm performing. <laughs> we love to watch Brian perform yeah, at Beach right. Club. <laughs> Check him out. Yep. Thursday nights. I- I've got the mad beats. Um, <laughs> so, the, uh, so I think that's part of it. But I also think that they're going for, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to diss this cast. But they are, they're not, it's not life-changing stuff that they're going through. They're going through youth. And mm-hmm. I think that yeah. might be the real draw of it. Because for all that it is overly dramatic and sometimes semi-scripted because they're putting things together to make more drama, these are all things that young people go through all mm-hmm. the time. You know, conflicts with friends, conflicts mm-hmm. in relationships, um, making mistakes and trying to recover from them. I mean, I, in some ways I think that resonates 
Yeah. yeah, and it's fun to watch like a lot of beautiful people like work out their that have a lot of money hang out at the beach and work mm-hmm. out their stuff and it is it is interesting. I was just you know it's like when I think of reality TV, I think of like Jersey Shore and I think of like The Bachelor, where it's like, oh my God, where did they find these people? You know, mm-hmm. but it's it's interesting. They're they're kind of normal yeah. in some respects. Yeah. Well, I think I mentioned this in the podcast before, but I went to Nashville about a year ago, and I remember I was so shocked because I had I just got this uber one day and the guy was asking me where are you from and i said sarasota and he goes oh my gosh my sister loves siesta key do you know that show and it was just so weird to me because that was the first time that i really heard someone outside of this area talk about it and when i hear it in this area it's mostly like oh can you believe this show and so i think it's hard for all of us especially when we live here to have a perspective perspective on how this show is perceived outside of the area but yeah i think Brian's totally right. I think there's an appeal in watching the mundane and having it be just people a little more beautiful than yourself, but then going through the same thing you're going through and beautifully shot, you know, way with some music in the background. It's like, yeah, that's really relatable. Yeah, maybe I need to like, this is good to like diversify my reality TV viewing because like most of it's like over the top crazy, you know? Sure. So. I mean, honestly, I'm hoping that a little bit of this is over the top crazy. (laughs) Let's hope. I mean, there's a fight at least in the first or one or two episodes, so yeah, that's, that's good. A, that's going to happen. Yeah. But that happens in my real life all the time, too, so. That's <laughs> right. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. How many, how many times has somebody ripped out your weave? Thousands. I honestly feel like I asked you not to talk about that on this show, but I guess it's going to come up. No, unfortunately, never, but. Yeah, it's true. Here's hoping. Our lives are much more calm and relaxed, but. That can change. That doesn't matter. We can watch it on MTV Siesta Key. So we'll be back next week. The premiere is on the 22nd, mm-hmm. which is Tuesday night. Tuesday night. It's changing from Mondays to Tuesdays right. just for everybody watching. Yeah. So set set your set your VCR. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Reveal that. Yep. Yeah. That's that's it. Get the tape out, put it in the VCR, <laughs> press record, record over your aunt's wedding. Read yeah. the manual to figure out how to program <laughs> it. Do people use TiVo still? Is that a thing? No, I don't think so. Oh. Really? I mean, if you have a TiVo and it still works, then you have. Oh, my God. But if you don't have a TiVo anymore, then you just get the DVR functionality on your thing. Or you don't even bother because you stream everything and you watch it whenever you want. Yeah. How do I know this? And I'm like 20 years old. I don't know, you. but I haven't had cable in a long time. So I haven't yeah. had, you know, DVR or anything like that. So that's probably why. Technology. It's a crazy world out there, folks. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So welcome back. We're glad you're here listening to us again. If you want to contact us, you can do it on the Facebook group, Inside MTV Siesta Key podcast, maybe as part of it too. And uh, <laughs> tell, tell your friends about the podcast, and we will talk to you next week after the first episode. It's two hours long, too. Oh. Whoa. Yeah. Ooh. Oh I, I'm busy, actually, next Tuesday. <laughs> oh That's so awkward. Thank you, guys. All right. Bye. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.